Welcome to the Mountain Traditions Project, telling stories of people carrying forward Appalachian traditions in our rapidly changing world. I'm Mike Snyder. And I'm Leah Scarpelli. Mark Bowling first started climbing in high school with his best friend. Since then, the Frostburg native has worked as a climbing guide in Moab, Utah, and Joshua Tree National Park in California. He's climbed all over, in Alaska, New Zealand, and Yosemite National Park, and closer to home, too, the New River Gorge in southern West Virginia. Mark, his wife, and their son, Jath Neal, met us at Cooper's Rock State Forest one summer day, so Mark could show us a little bouldering. That's more low-level climbing that doesn't require a rope. Just as he started out climbing with a friend, Mark really values the climbing community. Later that afternoon, we encountered two other climbers that were working on a large overhang, and they immediately started cheering each other on. You'll hear that in a minute, but first, here's Mark setting out to climb. Yeah, so now I'll just kind of um, take a walk around and see what looks good for me. Well, anywhere that there's mountains and valleys, there's gonna be rocks. Um, by the very nature of having rocks to climb, it's gonna be a really pretty place. You know, it's gonna be just gorgeous and you're out in the woods and stuff and it's always nice. You want to get on the rock a little bit? No. Okay. Even this one? You don't want to come up to this rock? No. Oh. No, you can't go on my shoulders. Yeah, I obviously want Jack to get into climbing, but I also want him to want to do it. I don't want to force him into it. Obviously, that's, I don't think, going to be a good way to foster his love of climbing. <laughs> And honestly, even if he just, he does like hiking, and even if he just likes to get out and just hang out in nature, that's, that's okay with me. I was reading something, a climbing book recently, and it was talking about how humans are climbers before anything else, before they even walk or roll over or anything. Children, infants, are, are more developed in their upper body right off the bat. They develop um, muscle tone in their arms and all that and their shoulders and stuff before their legs. Um, they're always reaching. The first thing they do before they walk is to pull themselves up on a table or something, right? And that's something that I've never thought of. Nice little daddy long leg here. a big spider. And what do we do with the spiders? Don't them. That's right, we leave them alone. Yeah. And we mm. them. Mm-hmm. Water drippage, that's always fun. It is very loose rock. Everything that you put in there, you feel like it's not gonna stay, but the rock actually is a lot stronger than what it appears to be, what it even feels like. You know, there's sometimes whenever I'm, I grab onto something and like the whole thing shifts, but it's actually really solid. Um, I'm seeing a lot of rails um, here. So those are the ones that you're gonna put like a full pad of your fingers on and stuff like that. Whenever it gets smaller than these rails, smaller than the pads of your fingers, you have like um, little crimpers, um, something like this could, could even be a hold, and that's a sloper. Um, this rock does have a lot of friction. We could be climbing on this 
with it wet, you're not gonna be doing anything super hard, but because of just the friction of the rock, you can still kind of get on it. Um, just like, I mean, whenever you look around here, you can see the different striations in the rock and stuff. And so, you know, you might be on one side climbing a, a certain problem and then just kind of go around the corner and there's a completely different style right there. I sometimes, I mean, I joke sometimes that I don't, I don't call myself a rock climber, I'm a rock dancer. Because <laughs> I actually do have some training in dance and, and sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, I've just done this like, you know, weird, cool thing. So like even technically right now, this I would say isn't a boulder that problem, but like a short solo, you know, like I could definitely easily get to the top of that. Sometimes this is what I do and then I get myself in trouble because there's not an easy way down. That's one of the things with climbing that's really important is that you need to be able to like focus on what's going on right then and there instead of worrying about, oh, did that last piece of gear that I put in the wall, is that solid? You know, there's a number of things that could go wrong, but you really, you know, obviously can't really focus on those. Be aware of them, sure, but be able to move past the nervousness. Climbing is as much or more mental than it is physical. It's a very solitary pursuit. You know, even like a lot of times, you know, boulders will be in a pack of, of boulders and they're all working the same problems and they're all cheering each other on and stuff, but ultimately it comes down to what you as an individual can do. Um, and then the same thing goes for like longer climbs. Mostly you're with a climbing partner, if not more than one, but it's still you right there on the rock by yourself, dealing with whatever you have to deal with at the moment. I did have a, I remember the only kind of aha moment. Um, I remember three weeks after I started climbing in Joshua Tree is I, I was out there one day and just feeling the rock. It felt, I finally got what it was about. Oh, sweet, you're being over there. Um, and I just kind of had this aha moment climbing out there where I finally felt like I was in tune to the rock and how I should be climbing that specific rock. Could you guys use another pad? If you think we can, we can always Probably. use more pads. I've never heard. <laughs> yeah, right? We'll say no to How's that. How's it going? Hi, Jacob. Mark. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Steven. Steven. Nice to meet you, Steven. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah, you got it. Oh, I'll take that chalk, Natalie. Obviously, it's fun, too, to watch other people do things because they might have, especially with bouldering, it's so, so, some, some of the movements are so unique, so. There's so many different ways to, to create power with your body. And so it's cool to see how other people do things because they might try something some different way that you would never even imagine. And so then you can try that way. You look like you're also taller than I am. 
Me? You probably have the wingspan. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe. I have a plus two wingspan, too, like so, or ape index. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. That's another thing I really like about climbing, too, is that I wouldn't be surprised if I met these guys and they knew somebody that I know. I could be in, you know, I mean, I... I met climbers in New Zealand that have friends that are, you know, lived a hundred miles away from friends of mine, you know, or, or whatever, yeah. It's really cool. Again, just that community. Access Fund, and this is a, an organization that is committed to keeping climbing areas open. That's something I feel like is shared among climbers um, more than, you know, maybe some other outdoor groups, is that we know that our position in the outdoors is very loose. There's always people who don't want us in their area climbing. It's very dangerous. And so it adds a lot of you know, liability, a lot of problems for them. So I feel like the community of climbers really aims to keep these areas pristine, better than pristine, better than when we get there. You know, we take trash out. We you know, make sure to have leave no trace principles intact. I think my favorite thing about climbing is my ability to follow my own rules to an extent. I can be creative. There's not a single way to climb something. There's tons of different ways to get up a rock and, and everybody has their own way. Climbing is so different for everybody. It's so individual. Where somebody who's 5'1 might be super good at, at a climb where they might be kind of under a roof or they might be, have to be really compressed and so they can they can be longer in their own body as opposed to somebody who's 6'1 you know and it kind of feels scrunched but then you could be on a climb where every hold is really far apart when that taller person you know has to make those longer reaches and the shorter people can't the taller people are always hauling up more weight Kind of one of those just urges that humans have is that they just kind of see something and they want to get to the top of it you know and that's I mean there's yeah very little that's more traditional than that and yeah I mean this this these areas you know I mean just to be immersed in it is really cool That's Mark Bowling at Cooper's Rock State Forest in West Virginia. The Mountain Traditions Project was created and produced by Michael O. Snyder. And the podcast was produced by Leah Scarpelli. The Mountain Traditions Project is funded by the Community Trust Foundation in partnership with Frostburg State University, the Appalachian Independent, Maryland Traditions, Mountain City Traditional Arts, the Allegheny Arts Council, the Maryland State Arts Council, and Interdependent Pictures. <laughs>